hoes and hoes. Uh, today is uh, Wednesday, of course, because that's when I launch my shit. But uh, anywho, um, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Um, today is actually going to be a recap and I'm going to save, I want to call it the best of the episode for me because it's my uh, hacker story because it actually turned into a host story. If you know me and you follow me on my main page, which I won't announce here because I try to use the podcast page just for the podcast. I mean, you can if you want to follow me on my uh, regular page. Just don't be weird and stalkerish. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, it actually got hacked. Uh, there's a story behind it. I negotiated with my hacker and I will tell that a little later. Uh, but I was able to get it back. Um, I'll tell that story in a bit. Uh, I'm actually going to do, I don't know if I said it already, uh, a recap on the past three episodes. Cause I usually do two interviews and then a solo one. But um, this time I did three and I do want to speak a little bit on the incident in World because I've been, let's start off with that, okay? I have been seeing a lot of it on social media. If you guys listen to me faithfully or at least every now and then, uh, you'll know that I am a huge Travis Scott fan. Uh, not for any other reason than the fact that the, his beats. I love his beats. I think he is musically talented in the sense of making the beats, engineering. He is an artist, artiste, a musical artist, uh, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. Uh, and I don't like a lot of nowadays hip hop, but I do. I've, I've always liked Travis Scott. I do not find him attractive at all. Um, I don't think he's ugly. He's just not my type. <laughs> go Kylie. Uh, and even then, not go Kylie because, you know, there's some speculation on that. But all this, just an FYI, is my opinion. Uh, I see a lot of people posting stuff. And I, of course, I'm very opinionated. So I'm going to speak my opinion. And then I have people coming at me. So let's just first and foremost say RIP to the lives that were lost. Um I can only imagine as a parent, and especially since my son, who's 18, a senior in high school, his friends actually went to that show, a couple of his friends. Um, they came out okay, thank God. They were more in the back, 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 like where there wasn't so much crowd surge. They was still crowded, they said. It was still very um, packed. Uh, if you know Travis Scott... Uh, you know that his concerts are known for being super packed. Uh, he, okay, let me state this. I had this conversation with my son last night. He is known for having rages. Why? I am not sure because of the fact that he doesn't make rage music. He doesn't make rage beats. We all know typically as old school, old heads, whatever you want to call it, uh, raging is like mosh pitting and all that shit. That's like done... For rock music, Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit even had an incident with that. Um, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, God, uh, Blink-182 even, you know, Green Day. These are all, even hard rock, Slipknot, I don't listen to that, but uh, Metallica, you know, those concerts get really mosh pity, you know, and I've been to concerts and I've been to concerts where there were mosh pits. I stayed away from there no matter what age I was. That just isn't my thing. 
Uh, however, I, for the life of me, do not understand why people are mosh pitting to even, I saw where they have like ASAP Rocky, he has mosh pits at his concerts. Um, I don't listen to him. I was just looking like Little Pump, uh, Kendrick Lamar, you know, and I'm just like, what is going on that these people are mosh pitting to this rap, hip hop music? I may sound like an old person, but what the actual fuck? Well, my son broke it down for me. He said, mom, you know, and no offense to anybody, you know, that listens, that is, but it's mainly the Caucasian kids, the rich, spoiled, or overprivileged Caucasian kids that, you know, um, for instance, Travis Scott, everybody can get it at, or anything can happen at the night show, and they get all crazy, and they start raging, you know, uh, so he explained that to me. So that was my first question is why is anybody mosh pitting at, but whatever it is, what it is, that's, that's what the youth does now. Uh, with that being said, like I said, uh, I have always wanted to go to a Travis Scott concert, but I know what they consist of. So I know that I probably won't be at one, especially now. Um, I never thought I'm going to go to this because after I saw his first Astro World, where, he had a massive amount of people. I thought, oh no, couldn't be me. Um, so I personally think, and if you don't know what happened, if you're not up to date, which I'm sure anybody that listens to my podcast is at least in the loop with that. I mean, even my mom heard about it, you know, uh, my mom, I, I'm sure my dad did. And my dad's not in the loop with things of now like that. Uh, but it's all over the news. Um, if you don't know, Travis Scott had his Astroworld concert, which he has every year except for last year because of COVID. Uh, and he is known for having rages and stuff like that. Well, eight people died. Uh, they were among the ages of 14 and the oldest one being 27. I did look and, you know, not that it matters or anything, but majority of those kids that died were of Latino culture. Uh, so RIP again to the lives lost and... It is such a tragedy, and to be honest, I have my opinion in that I feel like there's a lot of people to blame. Um, I think that, okay, first and foremost, let's just say this. I see a lot of people posting shit like, it was a satanic ritual, blah 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 blue. if you count the eight this, and they, they put in their theories, and I get it. If you know me personally, you know how much of a spiritual person I am. Uh, if you've ever been to my house, you walk in my living room right away, you're going to automatically think that I am for, uh, San, what is it? Santa La Muerte, that I am worshiping the, um, the dead, the, the saint of the dead, uh, because I very much believe in spiritual things. I do believe I, Dia de los Muertos is, that is my entire being. You know, I believe in all that. I'm a very spiritual person in that sense. So it's not, it's not that, oh, you don't believe in that. I do believe in that, but I don't think that's what this was. I think that that's a disrespect to the families of the victims because they're still investigating. Um, can you imagine your kid being, you know, passed away and people saying, oh, it's a satanic ritual. It, it's like, come on, y'all. Come on, grow up, grow up. I mean, I... I saw somebody that I am friends with on Facebook post something and I corrected it in a very an adult manner. I stated my opinion and said, I, th I think that, you know, the parents of the kids that passed away would honestly feel like this is disrespectful, disrespectful because um, 
as you guys know, I have my TikTok. I go on TikTok. I saw a lot of the videos where they're there. I saw a lot of, you know, it, it, it was packed. It was overpacked. Number one, it was overpacked. He should not have 50,000 plus people going to one stage. It's just one stage. Not like Coachella where there's 125,000 people yearly that go to Coachella, but they have different main stages. If Beyonce is performing, which she did, only maybe about 17,000 people are allowed to be at that stage because only 17,000 tickets were sold. I'm sure there's a little bit more when it comes to a headliner like Beyonce, but you get the drift. They'll have Beyonce on one stage, uh, maybe Tame Impala on the next stage, and then maybe Kendrick on the next stage. You get what I'm saying. Three different stages, three different great, you know, um, artists. But so to avoid that that crowd surge, because it was just overpopulated, overcrowded, he let people break in. That was just ridiculous. Uh, I blame that. I blame security. I blame the event planners. I blame his fans for, you know, I saw a TikTok and one of, somebody who wasn't even there, somebody who doesn't even live in Texas, because you know, us living in Texas, we're getting the most news about it. It's, it's around the clock. Whereas if you live in New York or something, they're going to show you something on CEN and cut to the next one. Let's face it, this past weekend, all over our social media, all over the news, this was the Astro World incident was this past weekend. Uh, I'm sh like I said, I don't think anybody on here that's listening, even worldly, didn't hear about what happened. But that's why I'm speaking on it, just in case if you're listening in another country, because I know I have different countries. Big up to y'all, thanks. Uh, that is what happened with, and I and I live in Texas, so it was blasting and blasting. I don't have the news, but I social media. I even have like where I have a little live on my streaming services and that actually popped up. Uh, it does a little bit of live news. I don't like to watch the news because I have really bad anxiety. And I, I, my therapist even says watching the news on a daily basis is actually bad for your mental health. We all know that the world is fucked. We all know that down the street this happened and down the street this person died and down the street that person got shot and this place got robbed. We all understand that. It happens everywhere. So... I cannot enforce this enough to my mom and my tia because they are on the news 24-7 and they're, I just tell them it's bad for your mental health, so try to stop. Anywho, um, I blame all those people. I do put blame on Travis Scott as well. However, I will say this, and I'm not defending him at all. There's a lot of people that were like, oh, he just, it's satanic because he just sat there and watched people die and he kept going. Okay, let's keep this in mind. Let's put this in our fact in factor. If you've ever been to a concert and you've ever seen the mosh pit and you ever whatever, it happens. It is true. It happens, especially since his concerts are known for that, you know, um, and not just his. And a lot of concerts, people will pass out, um, get back up. No, nobody has died or I think the last time somebody died was Woodstock or some shit caught fire. I don't know. But nobody really dies because that's not normal to go to a concert and fucking die. You go there to have fun. Uh, but I think what happened was, my opinion, he, he knew something was wrong and he definitely should have stopped. He, there is a couple clips where he did stop. He should have stopped. He should have done what a lot of other artists do and been like, back up. I need everybody to make sure they're okay. Not just put two hands in the air. Well, 
bruh, everybody had their hands in the air because they couldn't fucking put them down because they were too crowded. So that was a stupid ass thing to say. Um, he should have really made sure his fans were a lot better conditioned than they were when he continued. I think there was a point where he maybe realized something was really wrong. However, he did not know what to do because there was rumors saying that if he stopped his crowd, his fan base would have gone crazy even more. Um, so I think he maybe kind of had a sense, but he felt in his mind, I got to keep going, you know, because this happens normally. I don't think, I also think that maybe he maybe realized or maybe knew maybe one person died and his thought process as a fucking entertainer that's narcissist why well, can just if it's one person I can fix it I can pay them off or pay the parents I do feel bad I'll address it later I the show must go on for whatever reason I don't know I'm not Travis or his team or Kylie uh this is just my speculation and opinion um I think that he kept going and then afterwards he found out more than one person passed away and that's when it became like an oh shit kind of thing. Uh, I, like I said, I saw security I, I or there wasn't enough security. Uh, I blame, like I said, the event planners. I blame the crowd. Uh, oh, as I was stating, there was this one girl on TikTok and she was saying, she wasn't even from here. She was saying how, well, anybody knows the concert rule is when you're in a mosh pit and somebody falls down, you pick them back up. I'm like, yeah, that's the rule, but that's not what was happening, homegirl. Like, that is the rule, but let's face it. Just like in life, not everybody follows the rules. Not everybody, you know, people break the law. Um, that's the rule, but his fan base, they're more of the younger crowd. I, it's, it, like I said, I, I'm kind of, I, uh, for some reason, I'm the type of person that I like the oddball. So, <laughs> um, he is an oddball in general. Travis Scott is very socially awkward in general, even before he became famous. Um, so like I said, it's the, it's the music, it's the talent of him that I liked. I don't know him personally. I don't care. I just, like music. I love music. Music does a lot for me. Music is therapy in itself. Um, so because I like music and I listen to every aspect of music when I listen to the song, I listen to the beats, I listen to the band, I listen to the words, I listen to the riffs, I listen to what's playing in between, I listen to the harmonizing. So I'm very technical when it comes to music. So um, that that's, you know, I blame... That, that, that's why I like him. But mainly his fan base is the younger Caucasian group. I'm not even going to say, like, I saw a lot of TikToks uh, where there were black kids saying, like, we don't even listen to Travis Scott. Who goes to a party and says, hey, put on Travis Scott? And in the back of my head, I'm like, me, I do. I do. Please play sicko mode. I mean, not anymore. But, you know, I mean, I'm not like, oh, yeah, play him. You have to. But He's, you know, if you if you have Spotify and they kind of customize your own playlist and they're like play or play whatever and they're like mix number one, mix number two, mix number three, mix number four. He's actually on the cover of one of my mixes. So as you can see, and it's not just him. I like when he did like, um, what does it do? <sighs> Features. There we go. Uh, like with SZA or... Tyler, the creator or different people, The Weeknd, you know, I, I did like a lot of his features because he produced a lot of 
the songs. He produced a lot of other people's music, like Rihanna, SZA, uh, Justine Sky. He he's musically talented, and this is the whole situation is sad on so many people's parts. It's number one and first and foremost sad for the kids that passed away. Um, it's sad for the families. Uh, like I stated, I posted a couple. <laughs> I'll post them on my uh, podcast page. It was a little dark humor. If anybody knows me personally, you know I'm very dark humor. I can unfortunately laugh at death because unfortunately I know loss and death all too well. Um, I posted like kind of, there was one that says all, my homegirl actually, Liza actually posted it first, but it was um, all Travis Scott had to do was play Como La Flor and the crowd would have settled down like in the movie Selena. And I thought, you know what? He could have slowed us. He could have put a slow song. Uh, but anyways, first and foremost, it's sad for the people that passed away and the families. Um, them, it's sad for them. It's sad for the other kids that went to a concert and experienced hell. Nine out of 10 of the TikToks, nine out of the 10 experiences that I've seen online or heard personally, like I said, because my son's friends went, they weren't great. They were not great. They felt they were great. It was great in the beginning, but as its time progressed, they all said they felt like they were literally in hell because they were so squished, they couldn't breathe. They had to literally keep looking up. I mean, can you imagine keep looking up and you can't even enjoy the fucking concert? And if you had your hands in the air, that is where they stayed. That is where they stayed because you couldn't put them down because there was so many people. People's ribs felt like they were getting squished. It, it's just, the whole incident is, it's it's sad. Um, But anywho, it, it's sad for them because a lot of them now have PTSD because a lot of them literally saw bodies on the floor that were dead. I personally think there were more than eight. Uh, but, you know, the way the media and politics and Hollywood is, they want to cover up, you know, he already looks bad as it is. Uh, anyways, it's sad for those kids that had to experience that traumatizing experience, uh, which should have been a fun one. It's sad for the kids that there's some, very few, that actually left early because they sensed it. So for the first maybe five or six hours of that concert, they enjoyed themselves. They enjoyed watching SZA. They enjoyed watching, I can't, Don, I can't remember his name, Don, Don something that was there. Correct me anybody on my thing if I'm wrong uh, on my podcast page. But Don Tolliver, I think it is. I don't know. Anywho, uh, they enjoyed it and they posted it and they have people going at them because of the fact that oh how can you do that people died and it's like there were there we go yes don tolliver uh they said things got bad right after his set oh roddy rich or i can't fucking say that kid's name i sound old i know but i'm not i just like i said i'm not into this this day and age is hip-hop maybe a little bit of r&b but not the hip-hop uh but I feel, you know, it's sad for them because some of them actually did have a good time before seeing the bodies on the floor. Um, it's sad for the, I saw things about the EMTs that went and they experienced, you know, they were understaffed or there were too many people is what it really was. Um, it's sad for the people that were hired as security that admitted, like, we don't have any security experience um, because they're going to get in trouble as well. Um Believe it or not, because of the person I am, 
I even feel bad. Yes, y'all can come at me if you want for Travis. It's sad for him as well because at the end of the day, he did not, no matter what y'all fucking say, it's not a satanic thing. If it was, he would have continued his festival or he would have canceled Saturday and gone ahead with Sunday because it was a three-day fest. So please stop disrespecting the families, anybody that's saying that. That's not what happened. And like I said, I believe in... I don't practice it, I don't do it, but I believe in satanic shit, that it exists and it's real and I've heard of things, I've heard of spells, but I don't think this was, this was not it. This was not a satanic thing. It just is a coincidence because of the projection that he puts. I don't know why younger kids are listening to his music because of the fact that they haven't even gone through life to get a lot of what he's saying. So that's why I'm like, I I just, anyways. Um, it's sad on his part because I don't, he, I don't think he understood, I don't think he meant for this to happen. I mean, he's had World so many times and it didn't happen. Nobody died. Uh, don't get me started on Kylie. I don't feel bad for that bitch at all, but <laughs> to be so oblivious to life, to be that spoiled and that privileged. And mind you, this is a girl that has never been underprivileged. Okay. She came from money, her family. They were talking about how she posted to her story, uh, the concert and the ambulance that was trying to get in, a bunch of kids pretty much ransacked it and got on top of it and started dancing. Um, she took it off because they were like, how can you post that? The ambulance couldn't, ambulance couldn't even get in to help the people and you're posting that. I think that she's so fucking oblivious to life and that's sad, that's sad in itself because she needs to, if she wants to be with a different culture she needs to start to understand it and it's sad don't even get me started that's a whole other episode it's sad that i feel like they have children to market only um her child will probably never know her black history for real if that even is travis's really kid but that's my own conspiracy it's a whole other different episode that's not even worth my time but anywho you know to be that oblivious And that's on her. That's her fucking, she needs to, if she wants to be quote unquote with the ghetto, then she needs to get with the ghetto. But of course she won't because whatever. Uh, So I don't feel bad for her. But I think it's sad all around. I think the whole situation is sad. And once again, RIP, that is me speaking on it because I did state that I would address what happened and the issue and state my opinion Um, I just don't think at the end of the day, I don't know what happened. I wasn't there myself. I can only speculate and get opinions from everyone else and people that were there. Uh, But I don't, I've said it a million times, think it's satanic and RIP to that. And I will stop speaking on that. Uh, Let's go to the next subject, which would be uh, the recap. So, and just to FYI, I actually was going to start off uh, with a Travis Scott song, but I was like, no, a lot of people are going to come at me. Uh, and we don't want that. Plus I've had Luther on my mind for the past few days. So yeah. Um, so the first one we did, I did with Jay was deal breakers and Oh, just an FYI. I do my recaps because sometimes when I'm doing these interviews, there are things that I forget to say, or like the one with my dad, let's start with that one. (laughs) and thank you for anybody who listened. I got a lot of feedback on that one. I told dad, you're popular. (laughs) Uh, He, I didn't know how far I could take it with my dad. Um, My dad is my dad, um, but he's very, believe it or not, he is a conservative man. 
Uh, however, I didn't realize how open he was to talking about sex. That's why I may interview him one more time before he leaves because he is moving to New Mexico at the beginning of the year. He has a new adventure. My dad's, you know, I hope to live my life the way my dad does at his age because there's never a dull moment in his life either. And he's always going to the next adventure, the next adventure. Uh, and he's 71, going to be 72 years old. So I think that is such a beautiful thing. He doesn't see himself as, oh, I'm old. Like my mom feels like she's old and life's almost done. So there's no point in, you know, trying something new. Uh, my mom's a complete opposite. So I give my dad a lot of kudos. Um, but one thing I want to speak on that episode, uh, besides the fact that I didn't know how far he, my dad cracks a lot of dad, even not in the podcast, just in general, uh, when we're at functions, events, like, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or um, just when we're conversating, my dad will make like dad dirty jokes. And I'm like, ew, dad, maybe that's another reason. He's my dad and I will always have respect for him. My dad was never my friend. He's always been my dad. So that's why I didn't know. But one thing he kind of made me open up my eyes to, and I talk a lot about how I don't believe in monogamy or I have issues with being committed or I have issues with, you know, doing stuff other than sex. Um, he kind of, we had a talk after the interview. We actually talked a good three hours after that. And, you know, with me going to therapy and finally touching on the subject of relationships with the opposite sex, not just, you know, I've said it a million times. We don't just have relationships with the opposite sex. We have it with our landlord, our bosses, our kids, et cetera, et cetera. Um, with touching on that subject, he made a valid point. He did tell me, you know, and I think he said it in the podcast, as you get older, you get, you know, people become more understanding. And he did tell me, you know, Miha, you can love more than one person at once. That is what he feels. This is his opinion. That is what we were put on this earth for to love and to share our love and it's okay if we love this person and at the same time I love that person you know he says I never like I don't or I can love three people at once I I don't do that anymore because I'm getting older and it's a lot to manage but you can love more than one person you can love two people at the same time and be in love with two people at the same time and spend your time with this person this time and and just as long as everybody understands that you know as long as and he told me as you get older you know women do understand that you know some of them don't and those are the ones that he tells me he ends up not continuing it with or I don't know, I guess how much, depending on how much he likes them, he, I don't know, I didn't get that far, but he made a valid point, because I do believe, I'm very, I guess because I had hippie parents, and he even said that in the podcast, um, I'm very, love everybody, you know, I want to see everybody win, if I, so let me just put it to you this way, and like I said, if you listen, it's in my Polly episode with Jay, um, I feel like, I do sometimes will be talking or whatever with more than one person, maybe two. And I will like one person more than the other. I will 
it's not that I will like them. It's just that I will gravitate, I guess you can say, or have emotions or quote unquote feelings. Now, let me say this before I continue. Just because I don't believe in feelings and emotions, and there's a difference, and I already talked about this, doesn't mean that I don't have them. I just know how to manage them. Or, I'm sorry, let's back that up. I'm learning how to manage them because what I do is I don't manage them. I just put them in a box. (laughs) And I move on and I put my mind in a different state. That way I don't, quote unquote, fall in love or get attached or get clingy because At the end of the day, if I like you and I feel a type of way about you, I'm going to go out of my way little by little. Now I'm learning. I'm learning. It's going to also depend on the energy you give back as well. If you're not, if I feel like you're not feeling me on the same level, I'm not going to continue to, you know, give you little gifts here and there or reach out to you here and there or, you know, want to hang out with you here and there just because I'm busy this whole and it's not that's not just a coping mechanism. I really am busy. I have a lot of projects going on, but nonetheless, um, I do have emotions. I do have feelings. I just suppress them is what it is. Uh, but my dad, you know, and my therapist, uh, my dad though, that was, it was a very eye-opening conversation after the interview. And I'm glad that I did it because now I'm starting to see that, you know, that we can love more as we get older and o- What is that saying? Like I said, I listen to, I love this podcast, Advice from a Fuckboy. And there's something he says, and it's 100% true. Dating is for adults. And what we mean by that is you can't have this little kid mind frame of, like I say all the time, you can't be, oh, well, he liked another bitch's picture or he's talking to somebody else or she like, like, no, <laughs> how old are you? If you are talking or fucking with somebody that is attractive, just as attractive as you, obviously you find that person attractive. What makes you think other people are not? Especially, I know this is going to sound really fucked up, but especially if they're single too, come on, you got to know that that dude is talking to not just you and As an adult, if you have your mind right, at least, maybe I don't have my heart right, but if you have your mind right, I don't even have that right, but I have it semi-okay. You have to understand that, you know, just like you are probably talking to more than one person, so is the other, and that's okay. That's what I'm learning. Uh, I'm okay with it anyways, but then I get into this mood where if I do have a little bit of feelings, I'll shut off and just be like, okay, well, this is just going to be strictly sex, you know, platonic, I think it is. So... Um, and, and, and I don't, you know, believe it or not, but that takes a toll on your mental. So that's why I'm starting to think like, well, I, I want to show the person if I start talking to them that I do care, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. If, if that person doesn't want to accept you or like, ew, I don't want that, then they don't deserve you. They don't fucking deserve your time. They don't deserve you. If they want to be like that, well, then fuck them because there's somebody else that's going to appreciate you. And eventually y'all are going to come together to some sort of agreement and live, I don't even want to say a happy life, but live the time that you guys have together, that the universe gives you guys together or God or whatever. Y'all are going to enjoy that time. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Uh, But yeah, that's my statement on my episode with my dad. That's the recap with that one. Um... The deal breakers I did with Jay, I think I pretty much said everything on there that I needed to. My number three three deal breakers were be 
uh, you can't be addicted to drugs. Um, and drugs is not weed. <laughs> um, I have my own story of past. <sighs> I'll tell that on another. Uh, but I have a history as well. I didn't do hardcore drugs, but um, I got clean and sober. I went through a small little phase or whatever time. It was after I lost my brother. Um, and I came out okay. So I don't blame anybody at fault that has a past history of it. However, you had to you have to have been clean like a good amount of years because yes, as an ex addict, you can always relapse, you know. Um, but that's one thing, no drugs. You can't be addicted to drugs. I don't care if you dabble here and there. I don't give a fuck. No, thank you. Next. Um, you cannot be abusive. You cannot have a history of abuse. I'm sorry. That is one that I will not make an exception for. I do not have a history of domestic violence. I do not, I don't have any felonies. I don't have any records. The worst I have is a traffic ticket. Okay. Um, or maybe a warrant for a traffic ticket. Other than that, no, I'm not, mm -mm. I, I have my issues with that. If you've heard some of my episodes, you understand why. Um, I can tell many stories in another episode I will have. I actually want to do a whole episode dedicated to domestic violence because that is how I lost my brother. Um, I, maybe I'll tell the story there. Uh, I won't get into detail, but I will tell a little bit of the story. Um, but that I just can't. I can't do it. Uh, if you have a history of violence or domestic violence or what is it? Like anger issues get them fixed and get them fixed on your time. I will be your friend, but to take you seriously, to even have sex with you is a no. Uh, cause no, I've been there too many times. Um, so yeah. Uh, the next and last one on the deal breaker was cheating. However, like I stated, as I'm working on myself with that <laughs> and not me, I'm just saying how I feel about cheating. Uh, I, I, I had this conversation with a friend the other night. You know, I still believe that all men cheat. I don't care who you are. I, I don't care. Oh, he's not like that. I'm not saying that they're cheating now. I'm just saying who knows if they've done it previously and who knows if they would get the opportunity. doesn't mean that they would constantly cheat, but who knows if they got the opportunity to fuck a bad bitch without you ever knowing while they're out of town. Never do it again. Would they take it? In my humble opinion. Fuck yes, they would. Um, but that's just me and I'm working on that and hopefully I won't feel it. Maybe there is men out there that don't cheat. Maybe there is. I have yet to meet one. And by cheat, I mean where you guys don't have an understanding and that the man does go and quote unquote cheat and then you come back and you're pretty much hurt about what happened. Whereas if you have an agreement that it's an open relationship or for instance, there's some people I know that are in relationships that they feel some women will feel like or married or whatnot. As long as you don't fall in love, bring anything back STD wise or get a bitch pregnant, whatever you do on your own time when I'm not with you is not my business. You know, I, I've heard of that before um, that some women, some girls feel like that. So if you have that agreement and then you find out that he's cheating, don't get mad because you just pretty much gave him the okay to do it. Um, other than that, it, it's something where I just, I don't know. There's, there's, there's spec stipulations, I should say, around that for me. So 
the whole cheating thing, we would have to talk about that. And and in no way, shape, or form does that mean I'm giving you permission. It just means that I'm, I know reality. Let's face it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. Uh, I'm not stupid, basically. It doesn't mean that I want you to go cheat. By all means, I would love to have a man, just me and him, for at least a little amount of period of time. Because... When you find that one person that you can have sex with and it's great sex and you guys enjoy time together and you're not just, um, it's not just about sex, it's, you know, you're spiritually, emotionally, sexually, you know, compatible and things are great, you know, you just start to develop feelings on both parts, man, the man and the woman. And you kind of think like, I don't really want to share you at this moment with anybody but I am real into knowing that, you know, like my dad said, <laughs> you can love more than one person. So me, I think I would be like, well, if there's one other person, I understand. But more than one, I don't know. Uh, but like I said, I'm working on that. Uh, so that was that with the deal breakers. And then uh, Liza, okay. <laughs> the last episode was, we were basically talking about how we were educated in sex and how we learned that how to you know how we learned about sex and how we're gonna go about teaching it to our kids and um I wasn't educated in sex when I was young uh I had to educate myself as I got older and then of course when I got divorced I started literally educating myself I had friends that had what's known as pillow parties which are if you sell sex toys uh and stuff like for the bedroom laundry you kind of have a party where you get all your friends together and you guys drink and you show them how to use each product um, or how if you have a product for a male, for the guy, how you can use it on them, you know, things of that nature. Uh, I would go to a lot of those. I would do research. I would <laughs> experiment my damn self. Uh, so I feel like I'm very much educated in sex in all aspects, because I even educate y'all and myself on the bad part, which is like the STIs, you know, everything. If you're going to speak on it, you know me, if I'm going to speak on it, I'm going to have facts behind it 100%, except if it's a topic like the Travis Scott one, because that's all speculation as of right now. Um, but nonetheless, that's how I felt about that. Uh and when my daughter actually started her cycle, I don't like the word period, so I say dot, FYI. So we're going to go for it as dot, because it's the same thing. Uh, when she got her dot, I immediately put her on the pill because I did not want her to end up like me, because I told her, <laughs> straight up, I did not want you. <laughs> I used to tell the story, and she told me to stop telling it on her birthday, because yes, I used to tell it at her birthday. Uh... But yes, uh, I would tell her I'm not my mom. I'm not one for babies. I hate babies. Uh, so you got to take care of yourself or you're going to be taking care of a kid. And in no way am I saying that it's okay to have sex. I would just rather you be educated on it and have the protection that you have. I did tell her to use condoms as well uh, because my mom didn't. Anytime I asked my mom a question, she would pretty much just, like me girls, like I said in the episode, don't do it. You will die. Basically, that's she would just say, don't do it. Because if you do, you're going to get pregnant. And, and Or she would say, really, you're, you're going to die if you do it. Like, don't do it. You're going to hell. That's pretty much what she would say. You're going to go to hell if you do it. Like, she she did not want to talk about it. She did not. Even if I had questions about my period, it was like, 
you already know. Don't ask me those questions, you know. Um, so I went out and found my fuck, found out my damn self. So, of course, she doesn't want to admit it now, but uh, yeah, that's how that went down. So yeah, um, that is those are pretty much. I, I let Swin, my daughter. Uh, well, y'all know. Uh, I pretty much put her on the pill, and ironically, she didn't have sex till. Uh, I think it was, I want to say that it was her senior year, but I don't think it was. I think it was the year before. It was her ex-boyfriend, ex-ex-boyfriend's, it was his senior year, that's what it was. It was his prom night, and I think that's when she lost it. My mom actually found out, she had told me that she went in her room and that she found a a wrapper of a condom and so she told me and I'll never forget we were at McDonald's in the drive-thru line and I confronted my daughter and I was like um I told her what happened and she right away she went oh <laughs> uh so you know I, I told her that's fine um at least you're protected you know so Yes, I think we should educate our kids on that. Uh, that's something some parents don't speak on because they feel like my mom. You know, they don't want to talk. It, it may be an uncomfortable conversation, uh, but it's a conversation that needs to be had if you haven't or you feel like, oh, no. Uh, because you don't want your kid to learn from the streets because they're going to end up like me. Not only a baby at 16, a baby at 21, you know. Um, I joke a lot and say, well, I have my kids young. I have my kids young, you know. Uh but here I am, you know, going to be 40 at some point. And um, all my friends have little kids. And I'm pretty much the only one in my small circle of maybe four or five that do not have children. And my other friends that are that I probably could hang out with, they don't even live here. They're in another state. You know, shout out to Amanda and Victoria. Um, I miss y'all so much. <laughs> and also, uh, Jaylena. Uh, but the ones that, that do make the time, thank you. Uh, but it, it, you know, straight up having those friends that have little ones, it, it can be, you know, it can be, it, it gets a little, I don't want to say it gets lonely, but sometimes I feel like I need to make new friends because everyone is with their little ones. I have my opinion, like, why the fuck did y'all have them so old? But whatever, whatever, y'all gonna be like my parents, and that's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the recap on, on those episodes. So let's get into the meat of the episode. Uh, pretty much probably the last I'm gonna speak, speak on, or the last topic. Uh, this one's gonna be a little shorter. I always say that and it ends up being an hour. So, because I can talk for days. Um, hence the podcast. <laughs> so... <sighs> let's um so if you don't know already my account on thursday got hacked my main account uh my main instagram account i should say um it's under uh Uribe's 32 uh people ask me why do you put your name if you know me you can figure it out if you haven't figured it out then i don't know what to tell you because i don't want to give away too much uh but as far as my name but people always tell me, why do you put yourself out there like that? And I, like your name wise, and I have to tell the story and this will be very, very brief because when I got divorced, even before I got divorced, a lot of people, wherever I worked, they would call me by my last name, which 
pretty much is my Instagram name. Uh, and then after I divorced, when I would go work places, they would refer to me. And I think they liked to say my last name because they would pretty much say, you reebs, you know, like that. So, hey, you reebs, you rebay, you know. I don't know. I guess it's fun to say. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much. And that's not how you pronounce it, by the way. So that's why I'm saying it. But <laughs> that's why I refer to myself as that. But nonetheless, anyways, so how did it get hacked? Well, I have a friend that I have on social media and he does do things like um, stocks, uh, Bitcoin, things of that nature. He's legitimately into that and he does it and it's all legit pretty much. Uh, I know because I do stocks myself and we uh, talk about, you know, stock things. I haven't done them lately, but when I did... Uh, when we talk about Bitcoin and investing, Bitcoin, I don't fucking know how to say that because I say Bitcoin and people are like, it's Bitcoin. And I'm like, no, it's Bitcoin. No, it's Bitcoin. So whatever. I am an educated woman, so I know how the fuck to say it. But for people that say it different, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, whatever, that shit. Um, I've never really done it, but I was, uh, my daughter is actually going to school for business. So she teaches me about it. And this person would talk about it a lot. So it just so happened, mind you, this person is a social media friend and strictly a social media friend. I've video chatted with them. I've talked to them, never in person, but, um, <clears throat> and they live in New York. So what had happened was his account got hacked and he had posted on his story. Yes, y'all, I was high as fuck. So that's why I said, don't, I'm not stupid. I was just really fucking high. I was in the middle of working on stuff for the podcast and may or may not my other job. <laughs> and it gets a little boring or you can get frustrated with what I do and the quote unquote, because that's not what they are, but quote unquote customers without giving it away too much. Um, they get annoying because I pretty much deal with really wealthy, older, white privileged people that are old I'm talking elderly like in their 70s 80s and 90s uh and these people nine out of ten of them are extremely ungrateful talk about white privilege talk about feeling entitled you know and I and I'm actually top on my team uh for a lot of things especially customer service and these people work my nerves in ways you cannot imagine um Anywho, that's a whole other thing, but you get in this different state of mind to where I kind of was not thinking, I didn't realize what had happened until it happened. But anyways, uh, he put on his story, if you, you don't even have to invest any money, just hit me up, uh, we can start small. So I DM'd him and he asked me pretty much for, well, he told me, uh, go to your, he didn't ask for money, not at first, not until it was hacked, but he pretty much um, told me, well, go into your Instagram and put this email in there. I didn't realize it, like I said, because I was high. So I put my email in this place where he told me to put it. And right as I put it there, I thought to myself, hmm, this is kind of weird. This is weird. That's weird. <laughs> that mean, that's suspicious. Don't you find that suspicious? Don't you find that suspicious? Yeah, that pretty much is how I felt. Uh, so 
right as I did it, I went back and I was like, okay, I did it. He was like, well, screenshot it and send it to me. So I did. And right as I did that, I realized what I did. So what I did was I went back to where I put the email, which is in your profile where you edit. And I put my email. But right as I did that, it fucking logged me out. And there it was flashing on my screen, logged out, logged out. Every time I would try to go back in, log out, log out, log out. Wrong. And then it got to the point where it was like wrong password. And I have, I'm one of those, I have my, uh, I have a, what is it? A keychain on iCloud. So it's automatically in there on some of my sites, not my important ones. That's just Insta. I didn't think anything of it. Um, I actually messaged him for my podcast page. And the irony was when he first asked me, he first asked me for my cash app. And I told him, no, I'm not giving that information because my cash app has gotten hacked, not by something like that. It literally, somebody got in there some way, somehow. And I lost a good $200. And it's very hard, like it is for Instagram, to get a hold of somebody at cash app because it's all email. Uh, but it's worse with cash app because they don't even reply back. At least Insta replies back. Cash app does not. They take a long time if they even reply back. Uh, so I pretty much haven't used Cash App for years. Do I have one? Yes. Do I use it? No. Um, <clears throat> I told him, I was like, no way. So anyways, I went back and forth. I asked him pretty much, did you hack my account? And he liked the message. So then he tells me, but for $50, right away, right off the bat, I said, I don't have money to give you. I'm not giving you money. Give me my account back, please. Well, for $50, blah, blah. And I said, sir, I already told you, this is through message. I do not have any money. I want my account back, please. I don't even have a lot of followers. I don't know. I, You know, social media is social media. I understand that. I do a lot of my, as y'all know, promo on my podcast page, but I do it on my main page because I have more followers there and then I have something going on with my dog yes I know that's a whole other story but it's mind-blowing how much people like pugs but uh Morty and you can follow him at uh underscore everybody underscore loves underscore Morty <laughs> underscore uh because <laughs> uh, he's about to make me some money uh because you know he I had that uh, that account was linked to the same email that my main account was my podcast page is under another email so that's why I was still able to get into that one. Uh, so I told him, look, social media, social media, fuck the money. But on my main account, uh, my main account, main account, um, that's why I have my late brother. I told him my brother passed away. I didn't get into detail eight years ago. And he has a private account. And of course, there's no way to get in it. So anytime I want to go back to look at photos that he doesn't have on any of his other socials. I only have my brother on Facebook, but he had a little bit different uh, pics on his Insta. He literally told his life through Insta, like the way it was supposed to be because he passed away before Insta became the way it became. Uh, so I told him, please give me, other than that, I, I wouldn't care. If I need to start over, I will. So he pretty much was like trying to, be like, well, you know, the $50 would really help. So I said, look, <laughs> I don't have $50. So he was like, well, send me a video of you saying that you invested this money in Bitcoin and let me post it at least for a good 30 minutes and I'll give you back your account or like, and then we'll see what we can do. That's what he said. 
So I made that fucking video. So that's the story of how that video came about. If you guys saw it, the minute I got my account back, I they put it on my story only. So the minute I got my account back, I took that shit off real quick. Uh, so that's why people are asking, like, where did you? Do, how did you do the video? That's how I was held uh, held hostage. So I made the video, and I'm like, okay, can I have my account back? And he's like, well. <laughs> I want another video. And I'm like, another video of me saying that? He was like, no. No, 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 ma'am. Another video. So me being me, <laughs> this is where this is going to come out. So back in my ho days, my ho, ho days. Um, speaking of that episode with Eliza, you know, talking about porn and stuff like that. Um, you know, I had my times where I made videos with dudes, you know, or a dude. It was one guy in particular. I will say that it's one guy for in the same video. So, you know, uh, they were never meant to be exposed. Uh, they were for his pleasure only and maybe mine sometimes. But he did this little experiment where and I knew this at the time. Um, he wasn't just messing around with me. He was messing around with somebody else. Granted, this was back in my whole days. And this was somebody that was in a relationship. Uh, he was fucking everybody but his girl. <laughs> uh, so he put my video and her video, a video that he did with another female on a website just to see who would get more views and also like for money. He didn't tell me about it, he did it first. Of course I got more likes and views. Uh, he didn't get any profiting off of it because I made him take it down and respectfully he did. He said it was just an experiment. He literally had it up there for a couple days. Uh, and it wasn't Pornhub, it was another one that I'm not gonna say. I don't think it's there anymore, but it is another like, porn site that's free um there's Pornhub there's another one those there's three of them that I, I don't remember the other one but it was on one of those three let me just put it to you that way anywho uh so I'm like what kind of video do you want and he mind you there's no faces that, oh wait one of them there is it's my face I didn't give two fucks and I asked him straight up what kind of video do you want and he wanted one of those and I was like well or he was like or send me a video of you twerking I was like, how about I send you hashtag send nudes, please? How about I send you that? So I did send him a video. It wasn't of me fucking anybody, but it was of me like, uh, it was very brief. I was, I didn't, I didn't have, my boobs were showing basically, my tits were showing and I was just being sexy because I am. Uh, so I sent him one of those and of course he messaged me back and he's like, uh, send me more. And I'm like, no, I sent you that. Give me my account back. So he's like, can I video chat you? And I'm like, okay, cool. Fuck it, right? So he gets on the video chat, doesn't show his face. And of course, as y'all can suspect already, as soon as the video chat opens, he's got his fucking dick out. <laughs> it was small, by the way. Um, and so he's like, um, can you do stuff for me? And I'm like, no, number one, I'm on my fucking period. Ain't nothing happening. Um, I ain't, I ain't playing with myself or nothing like that because I'm on my fucking period. Uh, second of all, no, you want to pay to play? No, let me give me my account back and then you'll get that. Uh, so he was like, well, show boobs, please. Uh, so I was like, fuck it. You know, the things you do, that's, you know, what's so funny is in the midst of all this, I actually started conversing with him. Um, and we stayed on, not the boob part. The boob part was maybe a good five minutes because, I don't know, I got weird and I told him, okay, I did what I needed to do. 
Um, and we started talking, actually. He never showed his face, but he was actually, of course, from a third world country. He was from Africa. He never told me his name, but he did explain to me how... <clears throat> um, it's like I told somebody... I, it was like I was in a triple... If, if you guys have seen Vice, you know, the documentary, I was like I was in a triple X version of Vice because he started telling me about... One thing he kept stating is, I'll give it back to you tomorrow. I promise you have to understand. You have to understand. You have, please understand. And I didn't. So when I video chatted him, I said, why do you keep saying tomorrow? And he told me, well, because I need to leave it up there because straight up, I'm a scammer. I live in a third world country. They don't pay us enough. Um, he, he said, I'm very young. He was 26. He dreamed of coming to America and he even showed me where he lived it was a room about the size of god you guys can only imagine <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it because I want to say as big as my room but my room just my room alone is way bigger than the place that he was staying and that was his room it had to have been like the size of a imagine your regular hotel room half of that Half of that, just a regular hotel room, a small regular hotel room. His his home, it wasn't even a room. It was his home that he stayed in was half of that. Um, he showed me, like he put the camera around. He even so much as when he opened the door, he told me how it was. He said, I can't tell you what part of Africa because I'm a scammer. This is what, why I do it. Look, we even have soldiers outside. He opened the door. He kept having to, like, stop because he kept getting a knock at the door. And, like, who is that? And he would be like, it's the, the I don't know what it's called. Um, I can't think of the name. I do. Like, the gorilla, whatever. I, he, there were soldiers, basically. He opened the door really quick. And you could see them. They're out there with their guns. And it was just an eye-opening experience at the end of the day. He told me about how... Um, he even showed me how he scammed. He basically showed me, look, this is what I did to your account so you couldn't get it. All I need to do is toggle off this and you'll be able to get back. Because, he, okay, back it up. He did kind of do this thing where after I sent him the nude, he sent me the email making me think I could get in my account. But when I would try to put it in, the code that it would send in my email, it kept blocking me out. Because then it started sending it to the text message and the text was his phone. So that's where he continued to hold me ransom. Mind you, this was a whole eight hours of conversation and negotiations, but I did make friends with him. Um, like I said, he told me about how he scammed. He was showing me how he was scamming other people. Uh, he would screenshot me of the people that would message him back. I would ask him, I, don't, I would tell him, I don't have a lot of followers. Why do you want my account? He says, it's not about the followers. It's about the people that will trust you. Uh, and then I'll try to scam them into Bitcoin or whatever you know and it's pretty pretty much he was showing me how he got paid and he told me I don't even so for instance uh for example I'm not going to put the numbers that he told me even though he's anonymous uh just out of respect because whatever that's me I'm that type of person like I give everybody the benefit of the doubt I don't judge anybody and I understand I am one and I feel and I actually I it's not an opinion it's a fucking fact I am one of the most understanding people I know in this fucking world out of all my friends, out of anybody I've met in my whole 30 plus years of living, including my dad, including my mom, including the nicest person you know, I have to say I am one of or the most understanding and you have to really piss me the fuck off or burn me bad or 
do something to me in order for me to be like, to let you get to me to where I'm ugly to you or if that even happens, I even give you that energy or even just to not talk to you anymore, not associate myself with you. I never wish anybody bad, but I'm very understanding because um, I've been in situations myself and I wouldn't want anybody to judge me. That's what I think it is more. I have my moments and when I think we all judge in general, but I don't let that define who you are, you know. Anywho, um, he was showing me how he uh, was scamming people and he, because he had asked me for my cash app tag and that's why I was like, no, I'm not going to give you that. Well, I had told him, I said, look, <laughs> you have to understand, I get where you're coming from. However, a lot of the people that I have on my regular social media, I either know them in person or have known them, maybe I don't talk to them anymore in person, but I've known them or talked to them on social media. But a lot of people, or or I just talked to them on social media and I've been talking to them for years. It's not just somebody I met like even a year ago, you know. Majority of those people are gonna know that that's not me. They're gonna know my account's hacked because I don't do shit like that. Number one, I don't fall for shit like that. Number two, I don't scam people and that's just, I don't ever post that shit. I'm telling you, nobody's getting, nobody's going to reply to you. He told me something, and I shit you not, as I continue this little story. He said, there's always that one person. There's always that one person. I'm like, no fucking way. So I kept talking to him. I did tell him about my brother. He was, he kept telling me, look, no matter what, after the nude, of course, and the show boobs, uh, <laughs> He kept telling me, I'm going to give you your account back. It just, please give me till tomorrow morning. I'm, don't worry. I understand about your brother. You've been cooperative. I kept telling him, you know, the nude and between the show boobs, I've given you the equivalent of money and I've given you the equivalent of well over $50 because I sent you more than one nude. I even sent you like a quick video. It was like a two second video, like I said, of me and boobs. It was an old one, but nonetheless, you get where I... There was a point where he almost was going to like, he was almost, this was before we video chatted though. He was trying to threaten almost to like put my pictures out there. And I said, you know what? Go right a fucking head. I told him the story that I just told y'all about how my shit's been out there before. I said, it's already been taken off, but who knows who fucking screenshot it? What? You know what? I don't give a fuck. Put me out there. You would be the only person that put me out there that didn't profit. Okay, that's the only thing that's going to hurt me is that if you profit off of it, I'm not going to see it. I really don't give two fucks. So do what you got. He didn't. He's like, what? He I guess he thought I was going to be like, no, I told him I said, I don't give two fucks. Put me out there. I don't care. Just give my fucking account back. <laughs> uh, so then that's when he started like to be nice. And anyways, um, he had told me nobody's going to fall for it. And sure enough, maybe like. Well, I kept telling him, he kept saying that he was going to give it back at seven in the morning. So finally, maybe about, yes, about five hours, six hours into the negotiations or the conversation. Um, I told him, can you hurry up and post what you need to post so I can get my account back, please? And he did. And maybe three minutes after he posted it, I get a text. Not only do I get a text, uh, I get... Um, I get a text and then I get a, uh, start getting stuff on my podcast page. Hey, Andrea, I think your account's been hacked. I think your account's been hacked. I think your account's been hacked. Um, you know, just 
back and forth, back and forth, and my phone's blowing up. Mind you, that started at 7 p.m., even until the next day, even after I got it back, because I, I, I told him, I said, if you give it back, I'll leave that fucking thing on there at least till 7 in the morning. Not the story, but I'll leave that stupid thing on there uh, that said blah, 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 and I did. Uh, however, I had already messaged everybody that my account was hacked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Unfortunately, there was, long story short, uh, there was somebody that did fall for it. Uh, however, he was, no offense to the hacker, but he was stupid enough to screenshot it to me and show me because he was like, I need your cash. Then he started asking for my cash app tag again. And I was like, no, I've already done too much. No. And when he screenshotted me and showed me that, I recognized the person a little bit. It was somebody that was friend of my brother's actually, more of his friend that I used to work with though a long time ago in my once upon a time life. But as I I screenshotted it myself and I kind of pretty much blew up the profile pic and I saw who it was. So I, I immediately messaged him on Facebook and said, hey, don't do it. Uh, it's not me. And he was like, okay, thank you. He was getting ready to give him his cash. He he was smart though. He asked him for his cash. My cash asked me, quote unquote, for my cash app tag, and that's when he kept asking me, "I need your cash app tag." And I was like, "No." Um, he was like, "Well, this person's gonna send money, and I'll split it with you." I was like, "I don't want money. I want my account back. I don't give a fuck about money." Uh, so in the end, uh, he ended up after all that. After he tried. After him being. After he posted that, maybe like an hour and a half later, he sent me the link to get back in my account. And I was able to get back in. I did tell him, I will still be your friend. If you want, you're going to have to pay me, but I will still send you nudes, you know. Uh, but just please give me my account back. So he ended up giving me my account back. So that is how, that is how it turned into a host story because I had to do some whole ass things, which I'm not proud of. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck either because I'm me. Um, <laughs> so that's the story of how I got my account back. And that is why I saved it for the podcast because once again, it was a whole story. Uh, but like I said, guys, you know, if anything ever happens again, for those that follow me on my main page, if you want to follow me on my main page, you can, but all my, the funnier side and the sex jokes are all on my podcast page. The more I want to say, quote unquote, darker or mental side is on my main page I do post a lot of mental memes uh on my podcast page but it's mainly sex memes and funny shit and that's me it's kind of like I want to say two different personalities but not because I'm still myself on both pages it's just there are some people that follow me on my main page that I feel like they don't deserve to know that part of me unless you follow me on my podcast page or you listen to the podcast or whatever because some people don't even fucking listen. We know how this goes. Uh, they don't give a fuck till you talk about them or they want to be on it or whatever. Anywho, nonetheless, that is the story of how my account got hacked and how I got it back. And I was lucky enough to have him <clears throat> agree to give it back. He was lucky enough that I'm the type of person that I am that, you know, I didn't give a fuck. I mean, he kept saying too, like, I, it was funny because afterwards he was like, I think I love you. And I was like, look, dude, I don't do relationships. I was married. I kept telling him how I was older because he was only 26. Uh, and he was like, no, you're, you're beautiful. You're naturally beautiful. I'm like, I know, but you know, I don't do relationships. I have issues. I was married. I didn't get into detail. Uh, but I told him I was married for 14 years. No, I have my, I don't do love and all that, but I'll be your friend. I'll be your social media friend. 
Um, but yeah, he was also talking about how he wanted to come to America when I kept telling him like, it's shit here. You don't want to come here. That's when he opened the door and showed me the soldier. And I was like, damn, uh, he was telling me how it was there. He was telling me, oh, I didn't finish that part. He was telling me how, like, for instance, he gets eight, let's say he gets $8,000 in Bitcoin. He doesn't even see that. He only sees $4,000. And at the end of the day, he doesn't even get that because he's got to get it out of the Bitcoin wherever you cash it. He only sees maybe about, out of that $4,000, he only sees maybe about $1,500. Of course, for them, that's a lot of money. However, um, he was talking about how he was saving up to try to smuggle himself out of his country, to smuggle himself to another country, to smuggle himself to America. And I thought how fucking sad that is. And he didn't have any kids, but he had like his mom and his family, like his sister or brother that he was telling me he kind of helps out. And that's another place his money goes. He was like, I'd rather them eat first before me. Um, whatever's left is where I go get my food. But I do make sure I feed myself, but my family gets fed first. You know, he kept telling me, you have to understand this is just a way for me to survive. And I told him, look, have you ever seen Scarface? And he was like, no. I said, well, nobody stays at the top forever that does shit illegally like this. So be careful. I kept telling him, be careful. I understand it. I mean, look at me. I'm selling myself to you. Once upon a time, maybe I sold myself on an OnlyFans, you know, <laughs> uh, to make money. So I get it. I understand. Just give me my fucking account back, uh, which he did. And so, yeah. Uh, just be careful out there, y'all, with, with the internet. I know I'm probably one of the only people, like, that list, that, that out of y'all listening or my friends that would fall for that shit, but I was high as fuck, and I was mentally going in another state because I couldn't stand these people I was talking to on the phone, so work-wise, um, but yeah, that is that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end it on that. Like I said, I went a little longer than what I thought. Um Oh, I do want to give a shout out. My shout out is going to be, actually my shout out is to the hacker, the unknown hacker. I also want to give a shout out to everybody that reached out and did inform me that my account was hacked. If I didn't reply back, I'm telling you, my DMs and my texts were flooding with people. Your account's hacked, your account. People I haven't even talked to in years. Your account's hacked. I think your account's hacked, you know. Um, I had to turn my, once I got it back though, I turned off my notifications as far as, I don't have notifications on social media because like I said, I kept telling him it's just social media. And one thing I did say before I end was, and this is a good point. I said, look at us Americans. Social media is like a drug for us. And he said, yep, absolutely. Um, not all of us, but like I said, I kept telling him if, if, I need to start over. I will. It's just the fact that I have my brother on that account. Otherwise, I would have started over. No problem. I would have been a little heartbroken, but it is what it is. And I kept telling him that. And that's when he kept reiterating that he was going to give my account back. But anyways, shout out to everybody that uh, reached out to me in any way, shape or form. Shout out to people that screenshotted it and reported it because that was another thing I saw people doing. Um, but yeah, just be careful out there. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'm hoping to have guests again. It may be another three or four episodes before, before I do a solo dolo. Uh, but you guys have a great Wednesday. Don't forget, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, get vaccinated. Mask up if you don't believe in that shit. Safe sex is the best sex. And you guys have a great Wednesday. Don't forget, be good or be good, be good or be good at it. And peace out.